Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Drummer Daily, the only daily podcast dedicated just to drummers. For a free video series explaining how you can become rock solid at playing drums with a click track in just two weeks in as little as 20 minutes per day, visit boomclick.net. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for joining me again. Uh, I'm taking a break. Uh, I always try to record these podcasts, uh, find a quiet moment here or there. Um, without taking time away from my family as much as possible. Um, and my wife and son right now are at the grocery store. And so I thought I'd take the quiet moment uh, and do the podcast now. Uh, so here I am. Uh, and it probably sounds no different to you, but I'm in a different place. I'm in my office again instead of behind the drums today. So hopefully you won't hear the sadness in my voice that I'm not sitting behind the drums. Uh, but so the past couple of days, I know we talked about um, auditioning and kind of professional gigs, things like that. And so I thought that today I'd kind of change things up a little bit in a couple of different ways. First off, I'm going to, uh, it's this is still applicable if you want to be a professional drummer, so uh, we're not losing that. But I thought that I'd make sure that, uh, that what I talk about today can kind of apply to everybody. Because I know a lot of you, listen that listen uh play drums at church or do other uh other types of things and you may not really be uh, in a place where you want to or can audition for professional gigs so um, i wanted to make sure that i have something that applies to you as well so uh before i get to the point today (laughs) kind of like what happens every time i do these podcasts i beat around the bush until i get to the point but i want to tell you about so uh i uh, I'm trying to think a couple of weeks ago or a week and a half or so ago. Um, well, let me back up. So back in high school, <laughs> keep backing up further and further. Let me back up. When I was born, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, let me back up to when I was in high school, I was a member of the show choir in high school. I was actually in the band for the show choir. I played drums for the show choir. Um, and it was a class we had every day. And, uh, you know, I've heard all the jazz hand jokes and all the, you know, all that stuff. Uh, but uh, had a, a lot of my best friends were show choir uh, peeps, and uh, anyway, we had a really great time. And I really think that, like that, the time that I, had, I spent playing drums for the show choir taught me so much about uh, interacting with other musicians, interacting with singers who have a different perspective on the role of music and the role of a drummer specifically, for sure than what than what you know band people do or whatever. And um, really just taught me a lot, taught me about discipline, taught me about, you know, um, 
sticking to it, uh, learning a lot of pop songs. So I just learned so much by doing that. It's a really positive experience for me, and I definitely look back fondly on that. In fact, some of my best friends that I still talk to to this day were friends that I went to high school with that um, were in show choir. So um, it was a great, great experience for me. Um, and I'm thinking about show choir because a couple of weeks ago, um, around the Christmas holiday, um, they had kind of like a uh, a show choir get together, like a reunion. And I, I was out of town, so I missed it. But I kind of was in the mindset of like, oh man, I wish that I was there for that. That would have been a lot of fun, uh, sharing old funny stories and things like that. Um, but um, I was kind of thinking about show choir, and I, so I kind of started letting my head float back there. And what I realized was. Um, there's a one big thing that we did in show choir that, um, that I still take with me to this day. And I wanted to share that with you because it really is helpful as a drummer. So, um, one of the things about, and, and if you happen to be listening to this and have ever been involved in show choir, you're wherever you live, this might be different, but at least where I, where I grew up here in Nashville, this was kind of how like show choir worked. Um, and this is, I'm talking about like when you go to competitions and stuff and perform, it's nothing like that. Uh, oh, what's that movie that's really funny. Um, that's kind of about show choirs. It's uh, got Anna Kendrick and that other guy that's really funny in it. Uh, anyway, that movie, you know what I'm talking about. The one that's kind of about show choirs. Anyway, they, they did a, they did a sequel to it as well. Anyway, um, someone's going to email me like, it's this. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, it's nothing like that uh, uh, in some ways, but I guess from a technical perspective, one of the things that they did um, as part of the competition process was as a show choir band, if you're setting up and playing on stage with the show choir, um, they would either not give the band any mics at all. So if they wouldn't close mic the drums or the, you know, all the different instruments like you would in a live setting you'd see on stage or in a studio. Um, they would either not give the band any mics at all, so you're just playing out into the room, guitar amps and bass guitar amps and real drums just blasting out into the room, or you are, um, you are, you might have one kind of like group mic, like one mic pointing at the whole band. And the reason they did that was because one of the things they judged the band on was not only your ability to blend with each other. So, like, that was a big thing was, like, all right, don't play too loud as a drummer. Like, play the appropriate volume so that the whole band is putting across a sound that's properly balanced. Um, But then a bigger point, and this is kind of what I wanted to get to today, was that um, the band as a whole would... uh, would basically duck down in volume anytime someone sang. Um, so if there was a, you know, a line in the verse and someone sang, they would sing. We would we would drop down real quiet. And the second they stopped singing, they took a breath in between phrases and a verse or whatever. If there was a moment when the person or the group wasn't singing, we jump back up in volume. It's kind of like a, if you've ever used like garage bands or anything, there's a thing called ducking, where if you have like a voiceover, you're recording a podcast and the music that's in the background automatically ducks down quieter while you're talking, then jumps back up when you're not, that kind of thing. But we had to do it live and in person. And what's really funny is like, it was so extreme. Um, we would just like, duck down so quiet, whisper quiet on the drums, whisper quiet on all the guitars and everything and the keyboards. And then the second someone took a breath or a gap, it would be like, well, like so loud, like just, just blasting it out 
in a balanced way, of course, the whole band. Like I wasn't just you know drum solo time over there, but it felt when I was playing it, it felt so extreme and just ridiculous. It felt so exaggerated and over the top. But I had the opportunity to listen to other bands, other show choir bands, other show choirs perform, you know, before and after we did our thing. And you could see the same exaggeration happening in the other bands, but what you'd hear didn't come across so exaggerated. It came across really well balanced. Um, and so I guess what I'm trying to get at with this is we knew that as a sh- it was a show choir competition. It wasn't a show choir and musical chops competition. It was, it was mostly about the choir. And so we had to be aware as musicians that the, the main focus of the music was... Um, was the vocals. And uh, to this day, even like I know when I play at church or I play with uh, the band that I travel with, All Sons and Daughters, I know that the dynamics from the music and, and what the main focus is in the, in the music for what I play is, is the words, is the vocal. So I have to make room for that in my playing, dynamically how loud I play, but also how much space I fill up. And it could be different for your band or whatever situation you're in. It may not be the vocal is the main thing. It may be a guitar player or like, you know, it could be a synth uh, and it could be, it could differ from song to song. But I think in in some songs it could be the drums actually. Um, But I think we need to constantly be um, in our mind evaluating what is the focus of the what I'm playing, uh, the song or the the set or whatever it is, or the or the, the band as a whole, and make sure that I maneuver around that in a tactful way. And I think as drummers, sometimes we have to be leaders in the band, and through either explicitly saying it or just through example, if we're not comfortable saying it, show that 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 that's what our goal as a band even is to do is to is to navigate around the focus of of each song uh, from a from a sound perspective. Um, so that's all I've got today. I just wanted to make sure that we talk about that and think about that as drummers. Um, I know that, uh, I get a lot of questions about playing with dynamics or playing quieter. Um, and I just want to remind us that, you know, that we can get the volume that we want out of any sound. I can play a hot rod, uh, you know, those bundles of wood sticks, a little thin wood stick. I can play that way louder than I can play a drumstick or other people can play drumsticks and I can play with drumsticks, whisper quiet like like brushes, and that's something that you need to to also keep in mind. Maybe we'll do another episode about that, where we talk about the difference, making sure that we're we are first selecting the tone that we want for our sticks. So whether it's brushes or hot rods or blastics or regular sticks or broomsticks or whatever it is, we pick the tone first, and then we and then we choose to play at a certain volume. We don't let either one of those needs. Uh, affect the other. We can choose to play loudly or quietly. We can choose to play certain tones. Um, I know that was a thing that's hard for other musicians to understand. I know that in show choir, even when I was having tr- trouble playing quiet enough, they'd be like, oh, can we play with hot rods on this song? They'd be like, no, that because that sounds different than sticks do. Anyway, that was a tangent at the end there. I just hope that uh, we all are thinking about how our dynamics and our, our playing fill of, fills in with the other musicians and the other musical aspects that we're performing with. All right, I hope you're doing great, and we will talk again tomorrow. So long for now. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.